0: there's a leadership change, there are likely to be changes in general. Now that may sound like an obvious statement, but new leadership almost always brings change for better or for worse. As we continue with Paul's story, there has been a leadership change. He has spent much time imprisoned by the Roman governor Felix, but now Felix has left office. A new governor named Festus is on the scene, and in one way or another, that is bound to lead to changes. Acts chapter 25, verses 1 through 12 continue. Three days after arriving in the province, Festus went up from Caesarea to Jerusalem, where the chief priests and the Jewish leaders appeared before him and presented the charges against Paul. They requested Festus, as a favor to them, to have Paul transferred to Jerusalem, for they were preparing an ambush to kill him along the way. Festus answered, Paul is being held at Caesarea, and I myself am going there soon. Let some of your leaders come with me, and if the man has done anything wrong, they can press charges against him there. After spending eight or ten days with them, Festus went down to Caesarea. The next day he convened the court and ordered that Paul be brought before him. When Paul came in, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood around him. They brought many serious charges against him, but they could not prove them. Then Paul made his defense. I have done nothing wrong against the Jewish law or against the temple or against Caesar. Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favor, said to Paul, are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and stand trial before me there on these charges? Paul answered, I am now standing before Caesar's court, where I ought to be tried. I have not done any wrong to the Jews, as you yourself know very well. If, however, I am guilty of doing anything deserving death, I do not refuse to die. But if the charges brought against me by these Jews are not true, no one has the right to hand me over to them. I appeal to Caesar. After Festus had conferred with his council, he declared, You have appealed to Caesar. To Caesar you will go. At this time in history, at least in the eyes of the Jewish people and the Christians, the Romans are the enemy, and they were very corrupt and very violent towards the people of God. In spite of this, at least theoretically, you can see throughout Acts that they do have a strong sense of law and order. Sometimes it's not there, it's hypocritical, but as a culture, they have a strong sense of law and order and a proper way of doing things. Paul's life has already been saved on several occasions by the Roman propensity to treat its citizens in a lawful and consistent way. That being said, the Jews want Paul sent to Jerusalem, they give the appearance of wanting to hold a trial there, but they really want to kill him on the journey. And Festus seems happy enough to let that happen. The fabled corruption of the Roman oppressors was often real. He wants to grant them a favor, and so he's ready to agree to their request. But Paul gives an appeal to Caesar, and once again, the system that is oppressing God's people nonetheless is also working in God's favor. Just as it's a right in many modern democracies to have a fair trial in front of impartial judges and juries, the ancient Romans also had legal rights that needed to be followed. And it was the right of every Roman citizen to appeal to be heard by the king. Now more likely it would be the king's representative at the court. But Paul's citizenship once again becomes very helpful here. And Paul actually provides a good solution for Festus, who doesn't need to punish Paul himself who is a Roman citizen and an innocent man, Festus also doesn't need to be the bad guy with the Jews, so he doesn't need to decide anything about Paul himself. Festus passes the buck to Caesar, and Paul is sent to Rome just as the Lord said would happen. His plans are coming to pass. Today, reflect on how the hand of the Lord has been on Paul throughout this last part of the story, as he's been saved from the Jerusalem mob and testifying before Roman governors, and now heads to Rome in fulfillment of the word of the Lord. Where do you see God at work? How has God brought it about, and what does it mean for your own spiritual life?